0: Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. Hello. Oh my gosh, that was an abrupt cut. Jeez um welcome to another episode of talk theory glad to have you guys it is me it is i your host kiara barnes and um yeah today today we are embarking on a little a little exploration if you will that bridges cultures and disciplines um what this is, you might ask, is the um, mind-body connection from both Eastern and Western perspectives. Okay, so we're going to kind of delve into some of these transformative practices of yoga and meditation. I'm um, talking about journaling. You guys know I love my journal. Um, yeah, and then just comparing them with Western psychological approaches and uncovering how these practices really impact our mental and physical well-being. So, yeah, if you listened to, I think it was last week's episode, um, or maybe, I, I can't remember. Either way, if you've been listening... <laughs> You know, I'm on a little educational kick right now. I don't know. I've been craving information and um, I don't know what robot voice that is. It's fine. We're going to keep it going. I've been having fun with a lot of things really, but just Google, you know, putting in that research time and you just forget there's so much information available literally at our fingertips. I, I just, sometimes it hits me every once in a while. I'm like, oh yeah, what's going on in that subject? And then just get on Google, check your sources. But yeah. um, Yeah. So, you know, and you guys already know, I'm really into <clears throat> health and wellness. That's what this podcast is mostly about. Um, And so, yeah, it makes sense. You know, if you're an avid listener. You already know. I'm very into spirituality and a lot of spirituality has to do with the body and movement and sound and your breath. And of course, yoga is all intertwined in all of that. You know, I've actually, truthfully, I guys, I want to manifest this. I really want to get my uh, yoga teacher certificate. I've been... A student of yoga for many, 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 many years, and um, yeah, I just like really would love to understand more of the science behind it, um, with just in regards of like the body and how we can use that to initiate healing. And you know, I've led like you know little yoga sessions for a friend or friends of mine, and you know, meditations and things like that. But I want to get into the practice, I don't know the study of it, and I just always feel much more confident um, leading something when I've kind of like I don't know searched further into the crevices of things, and that way, like if people have questions or want to know further, I can answer it, and I don't have to be like um, let me get back to you, so. Yeah, that's been something that's been on my mind. I really want to do. um, So let's put that good uh, juju energy out there. So, right. Um, I am looking forward to today's episode, as you can tell. So let's get into it. To understand the mind-body connection, we must first turn our attention to the Eastern practices that have nurtured this relationship for centuries. You know, yoga and meditation rooted in traditions like Hinduism and Buddhism offer a lot of profound insights into just creating this harmony between the mind and body. And, you know, yoga isn't just about striking poses, right? It's like this holistic practice that it really combines, you know, the physical postures with breath control and also meditation It aims to create this whole sense of balance and alignment and inner peace. But then meditation, specifically on its own, on the other hand, focuses on cultivating mindfulness and awareness and leading to deeper connection with oneself in the world. And if you've ever done yoga as well, just to like go back to that, because I feel like meditation can be in a lot of different things. It can be when you're painting or writing or even playing video games, um, working out. It can be wherever you feel the most peace and where your brain is just going, ah, you know, it's like a breather moment and a relaxer. So meditation for me, it can be in so many different things. Um, And so, you know, if you've ever done yoga or have practiced it regularly, you already know, even on the days when you don't want to show up on the mat or even during a practice where you're struggling to keep balance, one, it's usually a really, really good mirror to show you just where you've been focusing attention. But also, you're having this whole major moment of release in a lot of ways you know like it's <laughs> i've cried okay during yoga i've laughed you you have to remember that there's so much energy that courses through us day in and day out and if like we aren't stretching out our body or moving it that energy can get all pinned up and stored into spaces and just really manifest into illness it can manifest into injuries and so you quite literally have energy from years or of of trauma or whatever old energy just stuck in your body so you know it's actually like I'm gonna say I feel like the most popular space where people usually feel this release is probably in the hips and it's totally normal to have overwhelm come up emotionally. Um, obviously, <laughs> do not be forcing yourself into poses. But it's more so about how you're feeling and what you're thinking as you're going through these poses and letting things go. And allowing breath to like um, expand you deeper and things like that. You know, it's meditation happening through movement. Now, as we cross over a little bit, skip over to the Western side of our exploration, we encounter the whole psychological approach. So this recognizes, of course, mind-body connection, but there's more psychosomatic theories. You know, for instance emphasizing how emotional states can manifest as physical symptoms. And also, we know with Western medicine, it's more based in diagnosis and medication to subside symptoms and all that, right? Meanwhile, at the same time, mindfulness-based therapies draw from the eastern practices integrating mindfulness meditation into western therapeutic context. So let me just say there is no shame in doing either of these techniques. Like I've needed medication to support me and um you know therapy where I'm talking it out at the same time in my life and other times I did much better without medication and um had more, you know, release in, in a spiritual practice and it's really all dependent on you and your life and where you're at. And sometimes, you know, you can mix all of these things. You just have to do what's best for you. Um, okay. Science hat, putting it on for a sec. Neuroplasticity research further underscores the interplay between mental states and physical health. Okay, so we now know that our thoughts and emotions can totally shape the structure and actual function of our brains. Um, And you all know how I'm, I've been talking about it this whole time, but I am. I'm a huge person, fan (laughs) for meditation. You know, I meditate every single day and If I don't, it's really, really rare. But also, I just know right away, like, uh, and other people probably know, you know, I'm a little more irritable, you know, processing rate is slower. I'm just a little all over, truthfully, and I can feel it in my body. It's crazy and also amazing to see just even the difference. In my entire body when I give it time to just breathe and relax. You know, my shoulders and back is less tense. It's just giving yourself that extra bit of space. Okay. So now that we've kind of laid a little foundation, let's kind of explore these practices and the impact on our well-being. You know, both Eastern practices... And Western approaches, they offer tools for stress reduction, emotional regulation, and overall wellness. Okay, so yoga and meditation have been shown to lower cortisol levels, improve heart health, enhance immune function. They provide a space to cultivate self-awareness, manage anxiety and then, you know, foster a little resilience, a little more patience. And in the West, therapies like cognitive behavioral therapy, aka CBT, incorporate mindfulness techniques to alleviate depression and anxiety. And some of these techniques include um, just like setting achievable goals, practicing cognitive restructuring journaling and undergoing situation exposure and i'll be honest i didn't know a lot about cbt before this um so i'm still learning um so if you're interested in that i'd recommend a google search a lot of informative stuff to be found on the subject that could you know be a benefit for sure um I, I thought the most intriguing thing was, like, situation exposure. Um, that makes me nervous, but I guess for some people it it works in some way. Um, now, it was like, as we bridge this gap between East and West, it becomes evident that despite the cultural, metal- methodological differences there's common ground in their shared goal of holistic well-being, right? Both systems emphasize the importance of self-awareness, balance, and the cultivation of a positive mind-body relationship. So while yoga and meditation are, you know, a, a kind of practice and Causes a lot of experience. Western psychology provides frameworks. And more empirical research. I guess. That complement just more ancient traditions. I mean both have their history. But the mind-body connection unites these disciplines. In their pursuit of enhanced living. And so now. Now the question arises. How can we interrogate integrate these practices into our modern and busy lives whether here's the thing whether you're drawn to yoga and meditation or maybe you only resonate with western therapeutic approaches it really just comes down to consistency and intention you know creating some kind of daily ritual even if it's just a few moments of mindfulness meditation can make a significant difference in how you go about your life and also just where you're you know where you're putting your energy what are you thinking what are your most you know common phrases being played over and over in your head when you're doing things um you know because these practices can help us cultivate resilience and of course, foster some kind of emotional intelligence um, and overall just enhance a lot of things about our life. But I think, you know, it does matter at the end of the day if you're being intentional about, I don't know, about the exploration of this. Because you can just like easily, I've done it before, turned on a yoga thing and like (laughs) I've like had you know, the summer I turned pretty or whatever playing next to it. And I have the yoga thing on mute, but I'm just going through the movements. You know, you can go through the movements and not have any meaning behind them. Or you could be doing that exposure therapy or whatever. Right. And if you don't have some kind of set intention to be feeling something, you're not going to be feeling something, Um, which is probably why in most yoga classes, it starts off with like deep breaths and a moment of quiet and either they give you a prompt or they ask for you to find an attention to get through the class. So, you know, it's, it's, it definitely means something to, I don't know, have some kind of uh, knowing of direction. Um okay. As we come to an end of today's episode, let's reflect on just the balance, you know. Um both of these perspectives offer a holistic approach to the well-being and of our lives and um one that just kind of honors complexities of our minds and bodies. We're all different, we're all very uh layered is a good word um so you know all of this our journey towards self-awareness and health is always going to be ongoing right and you know as we navigate the paths of you know east and west we just need to remember that the mind and body are beautifully intertwined and guiding us to a life of harmony and hopefully authenticity, you know, there, there's really just no right way to do something. You know, you have to try things out, find what works best for you and also not be afraid to mix and match. Like I said earlier, like some points in my life, um, it does help to have a therapist and have someone to talk things out with. And sometimes in my life, I want to do more introspection where I'm asking myself these questions and I'm reading the books and I'm practicing and, you know, being very with me or sometimes, you know, you mix and it just depends. So it's okay also to just take what resonates with you and leave the rest. Sometimes you can take a little bit of something from, you know, the East, take a little something from the West and see what works. Um... Okay, thank you for joining me on this little exploration of the mind-body connection. Um, The theory of the week is, your mind and body are partners on this journey. When the two forces work together, there's much more possibility for growth and transformation. Cute, that's cute. Okay, well, there you have it, lovely listeners um that's another episode for the books if you enjoyed our chat today don't forget to hit that little subscribe button okay i see you guys the followers um on the spotify and on the apple podcasts are growing and it's lovely it really is new episodes every monday um if you're feeling extra generous, a little review goes a long way, okay? Sharing your little favorite episodes with friends and co-workers or family, uh, it, it means a lot, guys, and it's so helpful. And if you'd like to say hello, hello, follow me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram, girl, okay? I'm on Instagram at Kiara Barnes, official. Um, you can also just type in my name, Kiara Barnes, I'll pop up um and yeah of course you'll find my other social media content on there if you want to follow me on your ticky talk or something like that um yeah okay that's it that's all i have for you guys i shall see you next week okay love you bye